Hello, Kryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, and we're going to bring you the crypto news of the day. But before we get started, let me make sure I head over to this coin tree and let you know what we have going on here. Of course, don't forget, you guys can always donate via Bitcoin, Ethereum, BNB, Raven, Bat, Litecoin, uh, and a bunch of other crypto coins. Obviously, we want you to check out our YouTube, Discord, Twitter, Twitch, and of course, Odyssey is a big one. We do have a merch page now. You guys can pick up some merch there. We would greatly appreciate that if you pick up some C3 Media merch. That'd be awesome. Okay, so before we get started, this it's the weekend, right? Uh, it's been busy, busy, busy doing a bunch of stuff. Uh, today was like finally the day to come back home, relax, and just check out what's been going on in the crypto market. Um, if you ask me, I, I feel I feel things are just kind of um, tapering off and kind of going sideways. Um, at least that's how I feel about it. Yesterday, I went to a, um, I guess, an event uh, called uh, Super Happy Death House 62. It was hosted by um, by Hacker Dojo uh, here in Mountain View, California. It was awesome. There had to be, uh, I think, about 85 to 100 people out there. So that was pretty cool. It's a place to go make connections with people that are into, like, you know, hacking things, programming things, making bots. There was a bunch of people with a nice little, like, just, just personal bots that they just built. Like, one cool thing that this guy made in, like, two weeks. It's It sounds... I don't know. I guess I'll just, just describe it. It was... It was, it was um almost like a hoverboard but it was just a small little like raspberry pi or it was actually an adreno that's what it was it was an adreno on two wheels and he said the, the the difficult part was obviously just coding the the i guess the code just to make it balance right and it was pretty cool because once he turned it on he put it down and it was just balancing it by itself so to see see a kid do that in like two weeks i was like mind blown like wow how did you do that so cool you know that was like my big like oh moment of the day um, I'll be out there next this coming Friday again. They're gonna have another uh, meetup on Friday, so I'll be live streaming that on Twitch. If you're not on uh, on my Twitch channel, obviously it's uh, uh, Twitch.tv/slash/blockchainjohn. Okay. So, with that said, let's head on over to the crypto quote of the day. So, obviously, you guys can head over to our Discord. The link is in the description. Um, go to C3 Media General. We do have uh, this is episode number 417, and here's a quote from Richard Branson. People have made fortunes off Bitcoin. Some have lost money. It is volatile, but people make money off of volatility too. So there you go. I think that's true, right? You've heard people have success stories and some people that have lost it all. So, I, I, you know, it's, it's one of those things that it's the reality of what's going on in the crypto industry. You're a winner or you're a loser. You can't really be on, on either side, I guess. I mean, I, I guess you're not a loser unless you sell, right? Like I'm a long-term hodler, even through the market right now, the downturn, I'm not, I'm not faded by it. I'm just like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and even with Celsius, and I told you guys that I'm, I, I've been uh, invested in Celsius for a long time, almost from pretty much from the beginning. Um, and I'm, I'm not, I'm still not bothered by it. A lot of people are like, oh my God, you should have took your money off of Celsius. Mm, I'm not really that bothered, but there is some news here about Celsius and we are going to get into that and see what's going on. Um, but before we do, let's head over to the job of the day. Okay, job of the day is from Casper Labs. This is a remote job and it is enterprise business development intern paid. 
Casper is ushering in the next era of blockchain technology. In just over three years, Casper already built an entirely new blockchain and attracted some of the world's largest organizations to start building with us. On March 31st, 2022, Casper celebrated the one-year anniversary of the Casper blockchain mainnet launch, marking several milestones. Now it's time to scale, and we're looking to add world-class engineers, marketers, and operators to our team. Blockchain technology is estimated by Gartner to be a $1.5 trillion, not billion, market by 2025 and $3 trillion by 2030. Business applications of blockchain solutions across multiple industries will make up the bulk of new adoption, giving Casper Blockchain and Casper Labs a first mover advantage. Why Casper Labs? The co-founder and team of engineers built the most technologically advanced blockchain for businesses and underpinning the enterprise-grade technology is Casper Labs, a professional service and support team made up of experienced technology leaders. It is their mission to help steward businesses adopt of blockchain solutions built on Casper while maintaining and evolving the technology. We are looking for smart, energetic, and self-driven individuals who want to contribute and get experience in blockchain technology development and adoption. You will have a chance to make a significant impact in promoting blockchain services and solutions within enterprise and public organizations if you are passionate about developing and executing effective business strategies and tactics. This is the job for you. All right, your responsibilities. You will be uh, work. You will work with a business development team to successfully implement Casper Labs go-to-market strategies for direct enterprise clients. You uh, will qualify, develop, and pursue inbound leads and opportunities in the enterprise space. You'll run competitive advantage studies on latest blockchain technologies. You will work closely with different Casper Labs functions and teams to ensure client satisfaction and end-to-end -end management of projects during all stages of the deal lifecycle. Of course, there are some requirements. You have to be a graduate. You have to have a graduated bachelor's in business administration or something similar. Advantages in G Suite, Microsoft Office uh, environment, Google Sheets, Excel, maintain complex spreadsheets and slides, PowerPoints, skills required. Let's see, you have to be an experience in running activities and project management matters, okay? Positive attitude and mature interpersonal skills. Let's see, ability to work independently with minimal supervision. The benefits, of course, there are always benefits. Opportunity to get exposed, exposure to be successful in the most rapidly growing industry and disruptive technology. Working with high-class blockchain technology experts and great teammates. Flexible work environment, remote and on-site. Nice. Salary is CHF 4,000 a month. Career advancement opportunities in a growing team. Apply for the job. There it is. Of course, if you guys want to apply the job, head over to the uh, to our link to 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 our Discord. And head over to crypto careers and you will see uh let's see um crypto careers right there there's a link there okay all right so with that said cryptonauts it's that time to talk about the news of the day of course the first news we have is this week on crypto twitter pussy riot versus ukraine dow and sbf bells out block five this is written by Tim Hockey on Decrypt. While market leaders Bitcoin and Ethereum recaptures lost ground after 
prices tumbled more than 30% this week before, the reaction on crypto Twitter was fairly muted. There was very little high-profile crypto shilling, except from spam bots and microsailer. No, if anything, the atmosphere was reflective. Ethereum co-founder Vitalik Buterin once again hit hit out at much-discussed stock-to-flow price model for Bitcoin, calling it harmful. The S2F model was developed by Bitcoin Maxi crypto analyst who goes by the Twitter handle at Plan B and predicts the future price of Bitcoin could rise to $288,000 by the end of 2024. And here's a tweet from Vitalik. While Plan B touts his methodology as an exact science, the S2F model also predicted Bitcoin would reach $100,000 by the end of last year. On Tuesday, FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried announced he was providing a $250 million credit injection into crypto lender BlockFi just last week. BlockFi announced it was slashing its workforce by roughly 20%, citing a dramatic shift in macro and, uh, macro and economic conditions worldwide. In an interview with NBR, Bankman-Fried said his exchange has a responsibility to bail out alien crypto companies in times of crisis. BlockFi CEO Zach Prince said the fresh funds are contractually subordinate in all client balances, meaning BlockFi will satisfy all obligations on clients' accounts before paying back FTX. On Monday, ProShares, an exchange-traded fund provider, announced a product that allows investors to be against Bitcoin, a U.S. first. ProShares short Bitcoin strategy ETF, ticker BITI, Let's investors profit from Bitcoin price drops. Michael Shonenshin, CEO of digital asset management giant Grayscale, took the, took the news as a positive sign of great Bitcoin adoption. He also saw the short ETF as a precursor to the Potential Securities and Exchange Commission approved spot ETF, a product long desired by U.S. investors. Russian political activist and fervent Vladimir Putin critics Nadia Tolokhnikova, a founding member of a conceptual protest art group Pussy Riot, took to Twitter on Saturday to accuse fellow activist and Ukraine DAO founder Alona Shevchenko, a Ukrainian, of turning rogue. Shevchenko parried with extremely long defense saying she had full support and zero compliance from the Ukrainian government about the crisis fundraising DAO was being managed. She also said she used $5,000 to pay her rent and remain free from the influence of sponsors. At several points, things also got a little personal. NBC reports Kevin Collier was at this year's Ape Fest, an annual event in New York City for Board 8 Yacht Club and Mutant 8 Yacht Club holders. At one point Tuesday, he thought he saw Snoop Dogg, who debuted his Bay, uh, his Board Ape, I was going to say Bay Area Yacht Club, his Board Ape Yacht Club inspired collaboration with Eminem at the event later this week. Turns out he actually saw Snoop Dogg. No, that's not a typo. And there's a, a tweet from about Snoop Dogg. <laughs> it's actually the Snoop Dogg. And finally, Lebanese-American... Essayist, state, whatever, Nassim Nicholas Talib, Talib explains why he doesn't like the phrase crypto winter. 
Um, okay, here's a tweet. The journalist expression crypto winter is highly deceiving. It implies season, uh, seasonality and perhaps worse, a re revision to some trend. No, your winter may not be trans transitory and what you call winter may degrade into a permanent and inescapable ice age fraught with extinctions. Wow. Okay, then. There you go. And that is your week in crypto Twitter. All right. All right, heading over to CryptoPotato.com. News article from Antonio Ische. FTX reportedly planning to acquire a stake in BlockFi. All right, the majority of crypto exchanges, uh, FTX, major crypto, cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, is looking to, to purchase a stake in struggling digital asset lender BlockFi shortly after the latter received a $250 million revolving credit from the SBF spearheaded company. According to a report by the Wall Street Journal, anonymous sources revealed that the talks between FTX and BlockFi were still ongoing and no decisions have been made. As recently, uh, as recently reported by Crypto Potato, BlockFi CEO Zach Prince revealed that the crypto lender took a revolving credit worth $250 million from Sam Bankman-Fried's FTX. Prince further said, quote, This agreement also unlocks future collaborations and innovations between BlockFi and FTX as we work to accelerate prosperity worldwide through crypto financial services. This is a significant step forward in our commitment to strengthen and accessibility of crypto markets. Well then, it wasn't it just like last week that BlockFi was over here saying, hey, BlockFi, or sorry, BlockFi was saying to Celsius, hey, Celsius, we're going to buy you out. And now, dun, 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 looks like FTX is going to buy out Block BlockFi. Hmm. It's a doggy dog world out there, right? Okay, heading over to the next news article. This one's back to Decrypt.co, written by Matt D. Selvo. Harmony offers $1 million bounty after discovering $100 million altcoin hack. The team behind Harmony Protocol is offering a $1 million reward for information leading to the return of $100 million in altcoins stolen from its Horizon Bridge. Harmony will advocate for no criminal charges when funds are returned. The company's official Twitter account posted on Saturday. On Thursday, hackers stole $100 million in wrapped Ethereum, Aave, Sushi, Dai, Tether, and USDC, and then swapped them for Ethereum. The Harmony team has since found the address of the hacker and is working with national authorities and forensic specialists to retrieve the stolen funds, according to a tweet. Harmony also halted all Horizon Bridge activities following the hack. Its native one token has dipped as of this writing was trading for 0 0.02445, lower than before the hack was discovered on Friday. Harmony is a layer one proof of stake blockchain. Its Horizon bridge is a cross-chain bridge, meaning it allows users to send assets from one blockchain to another. Horizon users can move assets between Harmony's network and Ethereum, Binance Chain, and Bitcoin. Hacker recently have been tar targeting cross-chain bridges, Qubit's finances bridge was hacked for $80 million back in January. Thieves stole $320 million from a wormhole bridge that a month later. And hackers drained $622 million in Ethereum and USDC from Axie Infinity's Ronin bridge in March. Yeah, it's still a thing, man. It's still a thing. Um, code is law. Obviously, if there's a flaw in the code, you're going to get hacked. So that's what's going on here. So for everybody that's holding Harmony, that has a Harmony bag... Uh, good luck to you. Um, I hope they find this crook and uh, the funds get taken, uh, retrieved. 
and this person gets sentenced or this team gets sentenced uh, to a long time behind bars. All right, <clears throat> let's get a sip here. All right, moving back to Crypto Potato. This one's written by Martin Young. Use crypto mining GPUs flood the market, but should you buy one? This is an opinion piece. Gamers finally have something to smile about the crypto bear market has resulted in a mining exodus and diminishing demand for high-end graphics cards. Crypto Twitter is awash with images of stacked uh, stacks of GPUs being sold on secondhand markets and prices for new and used units are starting to come down out of the stratosphere. Earlier this week, Hardware Times reported that Chinese reseller markets showed NVIDIA RTX 3080s for as low as $523. Furthermore, PC Gamers reported that RTX 3060 Ti's were going for as low as $300 to $350 on some used markets. And there's a bunch of images here. There's a bunch of tweets of all these GPUs, man, just flooding the markets. But are they safe to buy? As with anything used, especially computer components, it is a big gamble. Components running under constant heavy loads, high voltages, and high temperatures will get stressed, which will wear them out quicker. Several gamers on social media, oops, social media have issued warnings over uh, over these used graphics graphics cards have been abused by crypto mining. Additionally, there have been reports from buyers of used cards that they had components replaced or had heating uh, or had heating issues. Gamers are generally anti-crypto and some reasons given for not buying a used GPU were so extreme as to prevent miners from recouping any money from the process. Mm, mm, mm. As with all things, there are two sides of every story. One gamer pointed out that high voltage and thermal expansions are the things that kill a processor over time. GPUs used for Ethereum mining were typically under undervolted to use as little electricity as possible, so voltage hasn't degraded them, he added. Furthermore, mining GPUs are left in a constant steady state, and their temperatures fluctuate very little since they have constant cooling and minimal load spikes. He suggests buying from a marketplace with buyer protection before concluding. Quote, the main people who want you to believe used cards are bad are the people who make new graphics cards. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. Yeah, that makes sense, right? But hold your horses. PC Gamer <laughs> pointed out that prices finally returned to the manufacturers. Suggested retail prices after two years is good news, but cautioned against buying now. NVIDIA's 4000 series is close to release, meaning prices for the current batch of cards flooding the market will fall even further, both new and used. Quote, it's great that we're finally seeing GPUs at their MSRP, but it's important not to be blinded by the fact that they're available at close to MSRP or even below. It takes so long to get here that the next gen is just around the corner. If you're willing to take the risk and can get a decent graphics card that you have seen tested and running for a couple of hundred bucks with buyer's protection, then it may be worth pulling the trigger. However, prices will continue to fall along with demand. So for those not a, in a rush to upgrade, Binding your time could be a better bet. Used computer components are always a bit of a lottery, whether they have been used for crypto mining or not. And that is a true statement. That's cool, though, that they're finally, finally, uh, the markets, uh, the second hand market actually has GPUs available for MSRP. Um, but, you know, this is like a repeat of just pretty much every down market. Every time the, every time the crypto market uh, goes through its correction, 
Uh, there's always a flood of GPUs or, or ASICs on the market and people are buying them secondhand for this kind of discount. But then there's always some back news on, on, on the uh, behind, behind uh, you know, some other news coming up saying, hey, you, uh, you guys might want to hold off buying these used cards because the, the the new generation's coming up in just like a month or two. So just just stand by. So it's kind of one of those things. Do you, do you really want to stand by for the new stuff or just go and just buy the, 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 the used stuff right now? I, I've seen this happen so many times that it's it's almost impossible to buy anything like you, you you're waiting for the new stuff to come out and then when it does come out it's not actually MSRP because everybody buys it all up and and sends, sells it on the secondhand market for even more uh, and the used stuff here it's like nobody wants it it's like so what do you, what do you do uh, that's that's the, that's the question so I don't know leave it leave a comment leave a comment let me know okay before we head over to the Celsius news let's take a quick little uh, water break. All right, heading over to decrypt.co. This one's written by Decrypt staff. Hmm. I wonder who that is. This one is uh, Celsius enlist more advisors to help with potential bankruptcy. Report. Cryptocurrency lending company Celsius may be on the brink of bankruptcy, preparing for an upcoming filing by hiring more advisors, according to a report today from the Wall Street Journal citing unnamed sources. Celsius has hired restructuring, restructuring advisors from the firm Alvarez and Mar, uh, Marsal to help the embattled crypto lender prepare for the potential filing, the journal reported today. Just 12 days ago, the company abruptly froze its client's account, suspending all withdrawals, swaps, and transfers on its platform in an apparent liquidity crisis as the crypto market crashed. At the time, Celsius cited extreme market conditions for the suspension of withdrawals, but has since offered its customers next to nothing in terms of a way forward. The Wall Street Journal reported last week that the crypto lender has sought some assistance from the law firm Akin Grump Strauss Hauer and Feld LLP for its financial restructuring. Prior to freezing customer accounts, Celsius CEO Alex Mashinsky had just one day earlier dismissed rumors that the company insolvency as FUD, shorthand for fear, uncertainty, and doubt, and often used with crypto circles to imply deliberate misinformation. Mashinsky went radio silence after that, only to resurface on Twitter three days later at the last acknowledge of the situation. This is difficult. This is a difficult moment. Your patience and support mean the world to us, he said. And that was it. That's it, man. That's actually kind of a disappointing article. I was hoping that there was some more about that. But, you know, uh, we'll see what happens. If they file for a bankruptcy, um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see. My cryptos are still in there. It's still locked up. I'm not concerned because tomorrow's Monday. I'm still going to get paid out in my, uh, my you know, coin-to-coin, uh, coin, right? Uh, I hope. <laughs> I hope. That's kind of one of those things that I don't know what's going to happen. But, uh I'm not concerned. You know why I'm not concerned? Here's the, one of the major, one of the biggest things why I'm not concerned, man. I, from the beginning, I was willing to spend uh, or invest what I was willing to lose. Now, there's a lot of people uh, that I talk to on, um, I guess, Twitter or, Dis or Discord, and there's some people that seriously terrify me. Like, I do not want to have these discussions with people because they are on the brink of, like, trying to commit suicide or trying to harm other people because they lost it all. You know, that is terrifying to meet people like that, like that have like truly feel like they have no way out. The reality is you should not be talking to Twitter you know, about that. You should be talking to professionals about that. If you have an issue going on, 
financially, you need to talk to a professional. Seriously, okay? Um, not me, not people on Twitter, Discord, or wherever you're trying to, uh, I guess, let people know what's going on. This, this is, that's bad. But as for me, if I lose it, I lose it. It is what it is. Um, I'm not concerned. You know, I still have, I still have other investments everywhere else. Um, it's not a big, big chunk of my crypto bag. All right, so moving on to the last news article of the day. We have back to Crypto Potato. Next for Anthonia is Itziel. Coinflex becomes the latest crypto exchange to halt withdrawals. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, uh, let's see. The future cryptocurrency exchange Coinflex has paused all withdrawals on the platform as a result of the current extreme market conditions and issues in involving a counterparty. Coinflex CEO Mark Lamb announced the news in a blog post on Thursday, June 23rd, 2022, which reads, quote, Due to extreme market conditions last week and continued uncertainty involving a counterparty, today we are announcing that we are pausing all withdrawals. We fully expect to resume withdrawals in a better position as soon as possible. We will fully communicate with you as we find out more. In addition to CoinFlex is suspending all perpetual and spot trading of its flex coin on the on the short term. Meanwhile, the company said in a new update it is to be released June 27th, while withdrawals are estimated to resume on June 30th. While the blog post does not name the counterparty involved, Lamb clarified that the anonymous entity is neither Crypto Hedge Fund 3 Arrows Capital nor any lending platform. Earlier in June, there were insolvency rumors surrounding 3 Arrows Capital. Shortly after, the Singapore-based hedge fund fund saw its long position liquidated as cryptocurrency prices tumbled. The firm also purchased $200 million worth of Luna, an investment that turned sour following the plummet in the value of Terra's native token. Amid the trouble surrounding 3AC, the company's executives are considering several options such as asset sales or a Bella. Meanwhile, CoinFlex CEO is optimistic that things could go back to normal, saying, quote, We are confident that the situation can be repaired fully with a restoration of all functionality, namely withdrawals. CoinFlex is the latest crypto company to halt withdrawals this June. Crypto lending giant Celsius became the first to do so on June 30th, 13th, also citing extreme market conditions. Another digital asset lender, Babel Finance, also paused withdrawals and redemptions on its platform because of liquidity issues. Cryptocurrency broker Voyager Digital, on the other hand, cut down its daily withdrawal limits from $25,000 to $10,000, signaling a more than 50% reduction. The update came shortly after the company revealed its total exposure to 3AC, valued at over $650 million in Bitcoin and USDC. Following the announcement, Voyager's shares plummeted 60%. Wow. The company's subsidiary is also considering legal steps to take if 3 Hours Capital defaults in repaying its loan. Staking platform fin, uh, Finblocks, another crypto firm with exposure, exposure to 3AC, also adjusted its withdrawal limits to $1,500 monthly from $500 daily and paused reward distribution. Wow. So this, I guess, uh, market correction, crypt, crypto winter, whatever you want to call it, is affecting a lot of businesses. We're only going to see, um, I guess, out of this. Hopefully, hopefully everybody survives. You know, and if they, they don't, um, hopefully, something something survives. Um, I just, I really, I really, really, really hope that um, 
at the end of all this, this is this this is me me thinking my thoughts out loud. I what 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 scares me is that this is one of those moments that we these companies can start buying each other out and becoming a huge centralized exchange and can it's I guess my fear is I don't want to see that happen. I want to see more and more exchanges out there on the market. I want to see 100 times more exchanges, more markets, more more of everything, right? I don't want to see uh top 5, top 3 exchanges. I don't want I don't want it to be like the the, the banks, you know. Currently like the banks there's only like 3 to 5 banks out there in the states that, you know, pretty much own all the the funds that are circulated throughout the states. You know, that's that's a scary thing to think about. I want to see more distribution. So hopefully, 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 um, out of all this, there can there can be some good. I hope. That's that's my goal. That's my wish. All right. So aside from that, um, cryptonauts. Uh, once again, thank you. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. Um, of course, we do have that Coin Tree link below uh, that has our YouTube, Discord, Twitter, Twitch, Odyssey. Odyssey, please head over to Odyssey. I, I want you guys to, you know, pump that up as much as possible because we're trying our best to move uh, C3 Media to a decentralized platform. And Odyssey is one of the best places that that uh, that that uh, host our, our videos. So with that said, Kryptonauts, we appreciate your time. And of course, until next time, if you guys. Oh, yeah. By the way, if you guys want to be on the podcast, uh, you guys could hit us up uh, at blockchain. Uh, c3media at gmail.com if you guys are interested in talking about a crypto project you guys can do that we do have a guest coming up on uh on wednesday so bum 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 jake's gonna be uh, doing the interview i'm excited i'm excited i'll be on the on the back seat like just watching this all go down so uh yeah yeah if you guys don't know who it is um i would say stay tuned or uh, check us out on twitter how about that go to c3 media two the number two over at uh, uh twitter so with that said cryptonauts until next time stack sats and hodl adios